guys, Alan here once again from Coffee and Heroes. Uh, I just thought I'd drop a new podcast just to discuss uh, Batman Ninja. Uh, Batman Ninja is a movie that I have been looking forward to watching for quite a while. I bought it in Blu-ray the day it came out. And then just one reason or another, it's just sort of eluded me until now uh, to finally watch it. So uh, I caught it over the weekend. Um, and a few people have just been sort of asking my opinion on it. So I just thought I'd do a wee podcast just to uh, chat about it. So for a bit of background for those who don't know, uh, Batman Ninja is a 2018 Japanese animated uh, Batman movie. It's directed by Junpei Mizusaki and produced by Warner Brothers. Um, now basically the guy who does the character designs for the film is Takeshi Okazaki, who's the creator of Afro Samurai, so you just know this was going to look good. Um, I mean the plot of it's it's quite simple really uh basically at the very very start batman is going to um try and stop gorilla grod who is at arkham asylum and grod has built this machine called the quake engine uh, which is basically a, a time displacement machine and batman is sent to feudal japan uh, when he first arrives he is surrounded by uh, goons with uh, samurai swords and sticks and so forth and obviously he's absolutely no idea what's going on Along the way, he bumps into Catwoman, who has also been uh, sent to feudal Japan. And she basically says she's been there for two years. So the time displacement obviously works in a way where certain characters have been there for longer than others. Um, and Batman's sort of playing catch-up at this point, so he is. Um, so as well as himself, Catwoman and the Joker and so forth being sent to feudal Japan, as well as, of course, Grodd, Basically every Batman villain you can think of has been sent there, Deathstroke is there, uh, Poison Ivy is there, Penguin is there. Um, but not only that, all of the Bat family have been sent back as well, so Red Hood's there, Nightwing, Red Robin and uh, Damian Wayne Robin as well. I mean even Alfred is there and he's, he's actually built a Batcave um, outside the main city, so he has. So. Basically, the Joker seems to love it in feudal Japan. He is referred to as Lord Joker. He seems to have control over everybody. What I really enjoyed about this was it's a really different take on Batman. Throughout all of the comics and all of the animated shows and all of the movies, Batman has a very American or British sensibility. I say British because a lot of big British writers have obviously done great runs on Batman, thinking the likes of Grant Morrison, Neil Gaiman, those sorts of characters. But we've never really seen Batman through the eyes of, you know, an alternate creator, shall we say. There has been the odd Batman manga books and so forth, but it, it's been very sort of sporadic here and there. With this, this seemed like a real, we're going to take this seriously, we're going to throw a big budget at it, we're going to get great creators, and we're going to try and tell sort of an original story. And, I mean, I, I can't really talk an awful lot about it without throwing spoilers in there, so I'll just throw a spoiler warning up at this point. Um, if you haven't seen it, please stop here, um, go and watch it, and then you know come back and you can hear my ramblings about it. But to give you some sort of sense of it, with about 25 minutes to go, it basically it turns into the equivalent of a Transformers movie. There's these giant mechs, um, which were basically controlled by each of the villains in Gotham. And it reaches a point where the Joker's able to connect all of them to create one super, you know, they, they may as well just say the word Transformer. They don't, but they may as well. And um, 
whereas Batman's very much on basics. He's on horseback, he's got spears, he's got armor, he's got um, samurai swords, and obviously he's got the Bat family and also a lot of backup there as well. So I, I had a really, really fun time with it. I do have to admit, I watched the uh, English dub. I'm going to watch it again with the Japanese dub. I understand the story and some of the plot details are actually slightly different. But I just thought because it was such a visually gorgeous looking movie, I would rather enjoy the imagery and have the English um, dub over the top rather than be reading subtitles at the bottom of the screen and maybe missing the odd detail here and there. The voice work by and large was, was good. Um, big shout out for Tara Strong being in there as uh, Harley Quinn. I thought Tony Hale was actually very good as the Joker. Now Tony Hale, the main thing I know him from is he's Buster in Arrested Development. Um, the Batman one was, was alright, uh, I wouldn't say it was amazing voice acting or anything, it's by someone called Roger Craig Smith, why they didn't just get Kevin Conroy is sort of beyond me, but there you go, uh, and, and in fact an extra shout out with Tara Strong as well as doing Harley, she also does Poison Ivy, so what I will say is you will have never seen a Batman movie look like this, the animation used Admittedly, I will say it's a bit uneven. There's, there's almost a cell-shaded look to some of the scenes. and It seems to be the talking head scenes, the plot movement scenes. There's maybe a little bit less care and attention given to them, but that's more than made up for it once you hit any action scene or any scene that um, shows the scale of what's going on because the level of detail and care that goes into that is absolutely phenomenal. I will say as well, there's this beautiful little bit in the middle that I think will throw a lot of people and you'll either love it or you'll hate it. It's almost like a watercolour style animation and it's a, a point in the story where Batman had confronted the Joker on the seas and Joker was blown up and everyone thinks he's dead. But Red Hood is not convinced and Red Hood goes off in search of the Joker and he comes across, he, he hears these rumours of this green-haired farmer um, who works with this girl out in the middle of nowhere and he keeps attacking him and attacking him saying you're the Joker, you're clearly the Joker the guy says he's not, I've no memory, I don't remember, I'm just a simple farmer all this kind of stuff and it's really convincing, I mean Batman actually shows up and says the Red Hood stop beating him up he, if, if he was the Joker he's not now because you know he can always see through the Joker and if the Joker's sort of playing a long game or something but in this scenario he believes what is actually happening and it's a really sort of wistful as I say watercolor style animation there's no other way to really put it and it's totally at odds with the rest of the um, animation style I loved it I thought it was so uniquely different but I can see it polarizing a lot of people um, and sort of looking at you know you, you can almost say it looks cheap I don't think it does I think it looks really imaginative but it's so sparse in comparison to the level of detail of the rest of the movie that I can understand some people might actually look at it and think this just looks like a cheaper way to in implement this part into the story so yeah overall I had a really really good time with it brilliant animation in places as I say the, I like that they've made the Joker almost a match for Batman in terms of fighting styles uh, there's a really, really great rooftop fight at the end, which is just the two of them. Uh, I love the end. There's a lot of good humour through it as well. I love the Damien Wayne Robin. He basically befriends this little monkey, um, this little flute playing monkey, which is every bit as weird as it sounds, but also every bit as funny as it sounds. Uh, I think the character designs and all the characters are brilliant. Um, 
it's nice to see Catwoman resort to her baser instincts of survival. You know, she switches sides a couple of times. It was nice to see Gorilla Grodd as well used as a uh, a villain for Batman. Grodd tends to be more in the, the Flash universe. But he's a really intelligent, forward-thinking, imaginative villain. And I thought he was he was a great sort of foil for Batman in this, as well as obviously having the Joker and the other ones. I will say some of the other villains maybe seemed a bit underutilized. <clears throat> I thought the design in Two-Face was brilliant. I would have loved to have seen more of him. But again, going back to the animation, when each of these villains are introduced, there's almost like these large close-ups on them, and then it'll just be splashed across the page, it'll, or across the screen. It'll say like, Two-Face, Poison Ivy. It almost looks like some sort of 80s computer, uh, computer game. You know, you used to play Street Fighter or something like that. I just love the mishmash of styles in it. I thought it was really, really cool, and it was, you know, never boring, never dull to look at, and, you know, it was an interesting story as well, so I would love to see these guys maybe do a little bit more, so I would, um, you know, there's some nice little touches at the end as well, uh, Catwoman actually brought back some weapons from it, or not weapons, I think it was a Ming vase she brought back from feudal Japan and sold that, and, you know, she sort of does a little fourth wall break and says, you didn't think I'd come back empty-handed, did you? Um... Though there is a little bit of a weird touch at the end where Bruce rides a horse-driven Batmobile to a party hosted by the mayor. I do think he's going to give his identity away by doing that. Uh, so, yeah. Overall, loved it. Really, really enjoyed it. Going to watch it a second time, probably in the next week or so, with the Japanese dub and just see what the uh, differences are there. So, yeah, that's just a few thoughts I had. Um, check out the movie if you can. We did throw up the digital code for it on our Facebook page. And we're probably going to throw a few digital codes up over the next few weeks. We've got a lot of comic book based stuff at home. I don't use the digital codes. It would be a shame to see them go to waste. I'm more of a hard copy guy. So we've got all kinds of stuff we'll be throwing up on the page in the next few weeks. Everything from Preacher to BVS to Suicide Squad to different animated movies, all sorts. So keep an eye out for that, guys. It's always going to be just first come, first serve on it. And uh, I'd just like to see it get put to use. So, uh, yeah, that's it for me for Batman Ninja. Um, let me know your thoughts guys whether it's popping into the store to have a little chat about it or through the Facebook page or whatever but uh, until then I'll uh, chat to you guys again soon cheers mm -hmm.